Episode 10 of Board Games with Variant Hex is all about games that just left my collection. I'm Kelly, and in this episode, I tell Adam, in eight words or less, why I sold each of the 39 games that I just shipped to Board Game Co. Adam was recorded via the internet, and the beginning of his statements are sometimes clipped, so here's the full list of games, just in case you can't tell what he says later. Ahile, Bananagrams, Captain's Wager, Carcassonne 10-Year Anniversary Edition, Discover Lands Unknown, Doctor Who Keys to the TARDIS, Doctor Who the Card Game, Dominion, Dominion Intrigue, Epic Card Game, Fidelitas, Flatline, Formula D, Giant Kerplunk, Harry Potter Battle for Hogwarts, Harry Potter Munchkin, How to Rob a Bank, King of Tokyo, Kingdom Builder, Kingdom of Solomon, Nitwit, Mint Bid, Mint Control, Mint Cooperative, Mint Delivery, Mint Works, Pandemic, Past Tally, Realm of Heroes, Realm of Sand, Shakespeare, Summer Camp, Taboo, The Master's Trials, Takedo, Trains, Uno 40th Anniversary Edition, Wild Space, Wits and Wagers. Without further ado, I'll turn it over to myself and Adam talking about 39 games leaving my collection. Thirty-nine games on this list that we're gonna go over. Not very long, because again, got rid of all of them. Don't have too much to say about them. Um, I sent these to Board Game Co. So Board Game Co. There's a YouTube channel that uh, Alex. Ooh, I'm gonna say Radcliffe. The name Board Game Co. is also a website that I believe he started, where you can buy used games, you can sell them your games as well. But being a website, it's not like you're taking them into some store. You uh, email them the games you would like to sell. They email you back and say how much they would give for them. They just like selling every used thing. Um, you can get a certain amount in cash, which I believe they send to you like as a PayPal, or you can get store credit and then you can use that store credit on their online store and, you know, buy other used games. I'm not sure if they have new games. Perhaps they do buy other games there on the site and you get more money if you go with the store credit option. I went with the store credit option. Um, so I just, maybe it was last week that I mailed the games. It was super easy. If you, I don't know what the threshold is, but if you send enough games at once, they'll pay for shipping. Um, so I sent three boxes of games. That was 82 total pounds of games. So very convenient to not have to be worried about shipping. They sent labels. I package them up. They give you some instructions for how they would prefer you package them. Uh, just drop them off at a FedEx. It was super easy. So these are the 39 games that were in those three boxes. I think it's important. I think it's one thing most people don't talk about are getting rid of those games. You know, that we see these massive collections yeah. on YouTube, yeah. those shelves and stuff. But at some point, you have to manage all of that cardboard. If you like new games at all, if you don't ever get rid of anything, it's just an ever-growing, you know, it's just another trip to Ikea, another shelf, stack it on top. And I'm trying to keep our collection at 200, like around 200, which is already a, a lot of games. But you see people standing in front of full floor-to-ceiling wall. Like, we do not have, 200 is not a floor-to-ceiling wall amount of games. Um, so... Yeah, I think you you see these huge collections. I don't I don't have the the kind of passion to just keep buying, keep buying and let it grow and let it grow and let it grow. I'm kind of 
I'm I'm trimming this tree down. I'm keeping it sculpted. I'm keeping it kind of manageable for the for the collection. Yeah, right now, big time of turnover because we have these 39 games going out. So the first game, we listened to a video to know how to pronounce it. I've maybe already forgotten. It's Ar Arhail. Arrayal. Phonetically, I guess, looking at it, Arrayal, Arrayal, Ahail, I believe are the different options on that. A-R-R-A-I-A-L. Yeah. Please feel free to send corrections and audio messages with the correct way to spell that. I got that right. Yeah, yeah, It's the two R's, and then I think it's it's a like about a festival. It was a really nice game. I got it on a whim. But it's just, it, it wasn't enough to kind of get over that threshold uh, of what we are going to keep. Um, I guess we could all go to Board Game Co. as there is soon to be a copy available. <laughs> That's true. I guess this is a little bit a promo for, well, once they process them, they're going to have all these games on their site. <laughs> um, so I'm actually going to suggest, just because, you know, we... We could talk about this for hours, um, but I'm going to open up a timer. Do you want me to say the name of the game, and you have like eight words? Uh, I'm gonna go. Not too much pressure. Let's 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 give that a go, and let's just <laughs> we'll do it for our Heil, uh, or whatever it is, and let's just right. let's just go with that as a format. So, whenever you're ready. Shout out a game, and I'll have eight words to say what what I think of it slash why I got rid of it. Perfect. Okay, let's start off with the one game we have talked about. Uh, Tetris. Cute art. Not good enough to keep. Pandemic. I've played all the legacies. I'm done. Flatline. Great dice. Kind of fun. Won't play it much minion there's an app now i don't need box brains had it for years only played it twice nice wild space just got it i think it's bad oh kingdom builder there's an app i'll play alone realm of sand i didn't like it at all Stolly, or is it just past alley? Oh, past tally, I think. Oh, uh, past tally. Eh, you know, reading. Pretty good, just won't play it much. Sometimes it's only seven. Oh, I think eight or less is fine. Yeah. Sometimes it could just be a noise. <laughs> it might be. How to rob a bank. It's fine. It's good, but pass. Giant kerplunk. No one needs to keep giant kerplunk. Epic card game i think it was free or cheap discover lands unknown it's kind of broken the internet agrees harry potter munchkin in the end it's still just munchkin i'm gonna group these together because i'm guessing they're the same mint bid mint control mint cooperative mint delivery and mint works works was best all were mediocre Doctor Who, Keys to the TARDIS. Oh, it's really bad. <laughs> Bought it because Doctor Who. It's really bad. Well, Doctor Who is a card game. I bought a new version. Bananagrams. I'm over it. 
Pabu. Also over it. Oh, I thought you were going to make the noise. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Takedo. Have the collector's edition. Wits and wagers. Going to buy the Vegas edition? It's for sure better. Uno. No, not any Uno. That's the 40th anniversary edition. I had two. Kingdom of Solomon. Never played it. Oh. Captain's Wager? Never played it. Knit Wit? It's fine. We just won't play it. Dominion Intrigue. Didn't like it more than Base Dominion. Harry Potter Battle for Hogwarts. It's weirdly hard and not super fun. King of Tokyo. Have the Dark Edition. Carcassonne 10th Anniversary Edition. Weird box. Oh, is that that meeple-shaped box? Meeple-shaped box. So, so okay. I kept it for so long because it was the meeple-shaped box, and I ultimately decided I don't care. Yes. The Master's Trials. Same game as Dice City. Kind of. Fidelitas? Fidelitas, I think. Oh. Some some games just have to go. Formula D. Like it a lot. Never play it. Realm of Heroes. I don't even remember what this is. Shakespeare. Had it for years. Played it twice. We'll finish up with Summer Camp. It's fun, but not for us. I think that's the list. That was pretty quick. Great job. Captain's Wager, Realm of Heroes, Fidelitas, and Kingdom of Solomon were games that you got at some kind of like game swap sale cheap time. Oh, that's right. Like a buck a piece. Yeah. That is true. I just came in with a stack of, yeah. guess what we're learning? That's yeah. right. Thieves Market or something like that. I, I think was another game from that that I maybe went ahead and sold. And like they seemed fine enough, but when you're looking at that like hard line of if this stays, something else goes, that was a another kind of uh, way to look at these where if one of these games stayed, then what else was going to go instead? Right. Or was I going to, was, is this game going to stay? And then like, yeah, now you're not going to be able to get the next new game. Then it was like, oh, no, this over something else that I've just gotten or this over something else that I know that I want. No, this this goes out. Yeah, a couple of Harry Potter games kind of getting, you know, you, you get them a little bit because you think, oh, well, at least I'll spend time with Harry Potter, which is why Munchkin stayed for so long. Um, but then it was like, yeah, you know what? No. And other hair. Honestly, we've gotten two other Harry Potter games since then. I Because uh, I think we have the House Cup competition and then we have the Death Eaters Rising. Now, did you... Uh, have you gotten rid of games recently, uh, this year? 2021? In 2021. Yeah, that's this year. Yeah. I mean, you can go last yep. year if you got I, rid of games last year. Yeah, I got rid of some that were, and several were IP games of okay. Monopoly versions. Um, yeah. Like a, an old Goosebumps game from like my childhood. Uh, yeah, I got oh, rid of some that just I was never going to play. Yeah. There were a handful of other ones. I'm trying to remember what they were now. There's some where... Uh, some I know that I may not play. Doctor Who, the card game, even the new one that I got. I might not play it. But it's kind of like a... If if nothing else, I'm keeping it on the shelf. I have a Doctor Who Risk that's in Shrink. And I don't think that it's like 
valuable. I don't think anyone's going after it. But I don't really want to play Risk, but I think it's cool there's a Doctor Who one. Yeah, those are about the only games I think I've gotten rid of okay. on that. But I, I have a, a smaller collection for sure. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think I'm pretty much down to ones that I... I mean, I may go through another phase of purging yeah. the collection or calling the collection, but... Well, and you might go through another phase of growing it as well. Fair point. Because over time, there, I think there are some things that do kind of work their way into your personal classics. And that's not always about the highest rated game. Because like I, one of the ones that I said, like, I don't think it's good, was Wild Space. It's a very new game. We just got it at Gen Con. Very new. It's... I don't know that it's really like bad but for me it was just that was definitely one where i'm like i don't know all these games i have here this is this is not cutting it but in that same way there may be a game on my shelf that i've kept you know someone else is gonna look at that and be like this this is what you like doing we aaron and i play high risk a lot and it's just a little dice rolling push your luck game it's really easy to take along anywhere Sometimes it can be hard to find those kind of games that you both just like. And I don't think anyone's like, you know what? My number one game, high risk. (laughs) I don't think anybody's saying that. But yeah, you you start to kind of curate the things. Sometimes it's like, this is an excellent game. And then sometimes it's just like, hey, this finds its way to the table a lot. And it turns out that we just like it. It's kind of a mix of those things you keep just maybe for the IP, maybe because you like it. Those things you keep that you know aren't great games. I There's another one. I don't think it's a great game called Sushi Dice, I think. It comes with a bell. Aaron doesn't even really like it. But I just think it's quirky and just the right amount of fun. As you kind of make that collection, you figure out the size that works for you, what you do want to maintain or not, how you're saying, well, I have like, I have a smaller collection and I kind of got rid of some stuff recently. Sometimes like what you want to keep and then over time, you might find things that get played out or not played at all. New games are coming out all the time. What you decide to keep as a collection is personal and it's not always even about your favorite games or the best games. I completely agree. Yeah, to this day, you know how much I like Yahtzee still. Yeah. Holds up. I mean, I can always play it. You You're guess very who good at Yahtzee. Play frequently. I've been known to be pretty good at Yahtzee. And it's what's even weirder is how you're able to back up that claim that you'll say you're good at Yahtzee and consistently, in fact, beat us at Yahtzee. And I know you play like a fair amount of Splendor. Yep. It's just a nice... We know how to play it. We, yeah. There's no question. We can just kind of, at the end of the day, just play some Splendor. Right, right, right. And it's not... I think like it's not distracting enough to take away from if you wanted to have a conversation, the game's not going to stop you from that. So games that kind of fill that spot, I think, are very sticky in your sticky in your collection because then it stops being so much about the game and just like, oh, yeah, now there's all this built up of the experiences we've had and the time we've shared together with this box. I like that. That's good. Thank you so much for listening to episode 10 of Board Games with Variant Hex. Be sure to subscribe when new episodes drop because we have no schedule. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Twitch, all at Variant Hex. We have a website and a blog at VariantHex.com. And of course, you can email us at podcast at Variant Hex. How many games do you like to keep in your collection? How many are objectively good? How many are subjective favorites? Let us know via email or any of the platforms I've listed. And that's all for now. Thank you so much for spending your time with us today.